Hey there, this is Fred Pissarro, and you're listening to Metal Matters, the official Gimme Metal podcast, where we explore all things new, some things classic, but all things heavy, with my co-host, Michael Berdan. This week's guest is the great Walter Schreifels, an NYC mainstay and legend with bands like Quicksand, Youth of Today, Gorilla Biscuits, Warzone, and so many more under his belt since venturing into music in his pre-teens. Quicksand is currently out on tour in the U.S. playing in support of their new LP, Distant Populations. As a result, we talked to Schreifels about touring, the addition of Cavan's Stephen Brodsky and guitar, and the perks and downside of being a music lifer. Stick around. It worked out. How are you doing, Fred? Are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Yeah, this took fucking forever, but yeah, I'm here. How you doing, man? Good. Good. So you went Uh, by the gig on Friday? Just, um, yeah, it was good, man. I had a lot of fun. Damn sick. I was going to go by and say hi, but I I don't know. I've got this new thing called laziness. I don't know. (laughs) I just, I, I, it was usually like. I mean, you guys know, six days a week, I'd be at something. And now I'm like, wait, I need to get that muscle back. I lost that muscle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Bernan knows I see enough of him anyway. He's my neighbor, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, live, we, we live literally across the street from each other. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. We 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 like have keys to each other's buildings and yeah. wave to each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's funny. Like I'll I'll often be like sitting at my window and I'll see Fred walk by and like you know it's like there there there's yeah, there, there's nice. something. Yeah, there's something poetic about that. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's been a few times when he's been on the treadmill and looking down on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty pretty ridiculous very very third third man relationship we've got here <laughs> yeah exactly anyway um now where, where where are you right now are you at, are you um in brooklyn or upstate or what no i'm in manhattan i moved to manhattan in may oh you did oh, okay cool oh yeah so you're heading to vegas this weekend I am not going to Vegas. Oh, you're uh, not? Okay. No. I'm going on tour with Quicksand on Tuesday, I think. Okay. I, I didn't I didn't know that. Um who's who's playing who's playing in, in the band at um punk rock bowling? Today, um it's uh Craig's gonna play, who was the, the bass player on at Breakdown the Walls. Craig ahead. Craig ahead from Sick of It All, as if you don't know who he is, yeah. Yeah. I'm leaving. I think I'm leaving on Monday night, maybe because um, it's Boston. And I think it'll be too much of a pain in the ass to drive up there on the day of. Um, yeah. So we're going to leave Monday night. And uh, so I'll be like hanging out in Boston 
mm-hmm. on Tuesday and just kind of like being on tour. It's going to be a, a kind of a wild uh, return to the to the whole deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. How oh, long shit. is the run? Uh, it's like a month. At it's more than a month, so it's actually think- like longer than I'm used to, really. Yeah. No, wow. what are you what are you doing as far as like i mean i mean like the just like the idea like the idea of being on the road is so fucking appealing and at the same time like so fucking terrifying um yeah. like what are you like how are you feeling about everything i guess the thing that sucks is that like i'm one of the fun things about tour is i'm kind of like in the band i'm probably on the more socially like out there kind of end of the, of our little click. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of like wrap that up a little bit, tighten up the circle. Cause if, um, you know, it's one of the things I love about tour is like, Oh shit, I'm going to see Dave, you know, we're going to mm-hmm. go to that spot. That's real cool. And, you know, Cindy will be there and we'll laugh mm-hmm. about the old times. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that kind of element of it, I have to just be a little bit more, um, I don't know. I might not be able to do it really. So I'm kind of like Damn. thinking of how to do it like sensibly, like, um, but like if I, if any of us get COVID dude, that's, that's a wrap. That sucks. So yeah, no, totally. Can't fuck yeah. with that. Uh, like financially it'll, it'll wreck us. So it's kind of like a, uh, a bit of a high wire act, but you know, we put out the record and we've been like postponing this tour for like, for quite some time and rescheduling it. And, um, you know, the record's out. We want to, we want to get out there and, and play it while it's, you know, while it's new and, uh, and, and, you know, we're just hopefully get through it without any, uh, any mishaps and we got a good squad going with us. So I think our like little village will keep me entertained, yeah. you know, and, and I think all friends understand anyway, you know, Dude, definitely. Yeah. yeah. You added, um, second guitarist in, um, Mr. Steven Brodsky. How did that happen? Dude, he's such a ringer. He just came in and just crushed it. He just, he just fit in so well. He's such a great guitar player. And, uh, I mean, as you know, he's, he's a great hang, super cool guy. Um, Steve was, um, Steve's just been kind of like, you know, when things were kind of shaking up with us, uh, as a, as a four piece, like he was just one of the first people we thought of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as we were doing three piece, you know, that kind of just happened abruptly for us. So, um, we just went with it mm-hmm. and, uh, and it was exciting and cool, but for me, especially like a lot of like, I don't want to say work, but just like mental, like complete engagement. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think we did a great job and we got good to the sense that like, I think a lot of that energy went into this new record. Um, but for live, you know, we got, I want to present the songs as they're recorded and, uh, and give myself a little bit more time for like chill time, dude. It's like when I'm on stage and I'm doing the songs is like, what I'm not doing is also part of the, of, of what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And, and as a three piece, I was almost not doing nothing. I was engaged at every fucking second. And it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would imagine that it was a, you know, a pain in the ass to like kind of reimagine um, two parts for one person and trying to make sure that you got to 
got to get in all the all the kind of accents and shit you know that yeah. you had with those two but also keep that backbone going you know um there's a lot yeah pretty crazy. Yeah, I was like uh up there fucking on a on a unicycle fucking spinning plates uh <laughs> you know try to engage the audience yeah you know play a solo hit that part you mm -hmm. know keep the guitar in tune and turn that pedal off and you know at the end of the set my mind was just like you know that just like firing like you could just see the the heat like synapses like my intelligence was just like exploding but um <laughs> but it was, you know what i mean i got real smart but um <laughs> i think it's time for me to just like chill a little bit and let uh someone like steve who's just such a um he's like a uh you know he's like ken you know what i mean like he, it, it, what he did with cave in and like his path through music and also just knowing him from you know living in williamsburg he lives in greenpoint and just seeing him out just you know he's he's, he's just a homie and he's and he's he's really uh treating our songs with such care and love and um and he's inspiring to play with so we're, we're stoked I'm, I'm stoked for people to see this version of us it's going to be really great yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm speaking on his behalf when I say it was probably like nerd city when he figured out that he could like actually play with you guys. I'm sure, he, yeah. you know, yeah. But yeah, so going out Tuesday with um, Narrowhead, though, I, I love Narrowhead because um, obviously I, I know a little bit of the, yeah. the, the inside baseball there, but um, I don't know how. What, what what do you see in Narrowhead exactly that you're just like, yo, let's take these guys out? I mean, I, I think really through doing, um, I mean, it really kind of started with uh, when I produced the title fight record, being introduced to this idea that there were these kind of young, like kind of hardcore inspired bands that were doing kind of interesting and at times melodic or like even like shoegaze oriented music that was mm -hmm. like, you know, not like, you know, like any sort of like direct rip from what we were doing, but like that there was a thread, you know, as it was sort of explained to me. So, yeah, you know, kind of, it, it always interests me. It made me interested in the up and coming bands. And I obviously title fighter, like older than Narrowhead, but like, I think in that tradition, you know what I mean? Like there's some sort of thread between what we're doing and what bands are that are like in their, you know, just kind of budding up in their like twenties are doing. And so when we were looking for an opening band, um, you know, we wanted to connect to that. And, um, you know, so we were, we were checking in there's, and there's a lot of cool bands, uh, and then Sam, actually, I know Ryan because um, I hung with him in Houston, who's uh, in Narrowhead. Mm -hmm. um, and Sam had kind of made me um, aware of them. Mm -hmm. But when he saw that we were touring, Sam sent it over to me and, uh, what their, you know, their most recent shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is in the, a, a perfect fit. And, um, you know, because I love that they're doing. Yeah, there's a shoegazy element, you know what I mean? Maybe com comparable to something of like you know like nothing kind of it touches on some of the there's some of the same kind of like uh mm. aesthetics um yeah. but you know they're 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 in their own lane and um i think it's exciting to be touring with the band that's on the up you know what i mean that's like 
doing good, doing really great shit now, but also like on a trajectory to do something more like that is as the old bros, we need to, you know, soak up some of that and, and yeah, to, definitely. to uh, gain inspire inspiration from that. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's something that you've always done with like, you know, in between the Vance channel and just like kind of knowing you through you through years. I, I, you know, I, Jacob in the band is, is a homie and I think that band's great, man. I love scourge too. I don't know if you've heard scourge. That is an ignorant um, band. I love them. <laughs> I have heard the name. I don't know if I dug in, but yeah. you know, there's yeah. just, um, an abundance of cool shit at the, you know, at the yeah. moment yeah. to, yeah. to dive into that's happening. And also to, uh, take a look at, back at it. It just seems that there's just like a, a, a ton of inspiring shit right now. You've heard it, right? Yeah. Brennan, have you heard it? See, I, I have heard scourge. Here's the, 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 the narrow head thing. I've heard, I've heard narrow head mm-hmm. and I've heard fiddlehead and I'm friendly. <laughs> I'm friendly with both bands and I don't know that. And I can't tell the difference apart. Um, they're both like, they're both on one run for cover. Um, yeah. And they're both very nice, um, but and I, I know that I've, I've liked each when I've heard them. Uh, but I get Narrowhead and Fellow and, and Fiddlehead perpetually mixed up. So Scourge, I can keep that one straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to me, like Fiddlehead, or, or to me, um, and this is my analysis. To me, Fiddlehead sounds like later turning point, and Narrowhead sounds like um, quicksand and Deftones together. Mm. I know. Yeah. I know That's one is. What's that? Because quicksand is quicksand and Deftones put together. I said it sounds like we picked the right band. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny. I just with that, it's like I remember see. I remember seeing you guys um, with. Uh, uh, with Deftones, uh, and I think was it populated itself or something like that um, in like in sometime in the late nineties. Uh, oh, that's a that's a lineup. Yeah. Sick. Interesting. I I don't really uh, you know the nineties is a blur to me at this point. I don't I don't remember. It's just uh, <laughs> it's just kind of whizzed by. Yeah. So I'm stoked on those guys. Narrowhead are going to. Uh, are pulling me on some shit. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hear, hearing, you know, all the offshoots and also that those guys are from Texas too, which I find, uh, I always find intriguing. Cause, um, I mean, I got a lot of friends from Texas. I go to Austin or I used to go to Austin on the reg. Um, but it just seems like it used to be just about Austin and now, uh, you know, uh, Houston is like a thing. So I'm kind of curious about that. I mean, it's a thing. It's maybe been a thing for quite some time, but it's like, it's it's rippling out even to this old dude. So I'm I'm curious to to catch some of that and um and Dallas too, you know. So it's kind oh, of yeah. um I'm gonna I'm gonna be um I'm on a uh, fact finding mission to see what's up. There's a lot of, a lot of shit. Uh, there, there, there's like it, it's definitely become within the past like you know like ten fifteen years kind of like a hotbed for like you know, very kind of creative and aggressive music. Uh, like I, I fucking, I love the shit out there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. The, dr- the yeah. drummer, the drummer for our stupid band, our, our stupid band's based in New York, but our drummer lives in Texas. And, uh, uh-huh. uh and, uh, yeah, uh, it's nice having it, that component in there. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah. I was talking to uh, Lovelorn at the show the other night and they moved to Austin. And, uh, one thing that they were telling me that, that, uh, you know, I was asking them how they liked it and they're really stoked that they can play like so regularly and get paid because you know like austin is like the music town you know so people are like coming to austin to like see music Mm -hmm. so you know in new york if you play i mean it depends on how you want to kind of roll it out but like in new york like you don't you can't play all the time because people are just like we saw you you got to kind of go away and then come back and then we'll do it again in austin yeah. you can just play this week next week two times the following week um you know which is what maybe why like south by southwest like i once played like eight times or something in south by southwest in like a few days i fucking thought that sucked but um <laughs> but maybe that's like the condensedness of that um atmosphere to where like you know, like the Beatles got good from playing like six hours a day in Hamburg. You know what I mean? If like you're yeah. playing in front of audience regularly, like you start to see your set in a different way. You like begin to really notice when it's working and when it's not. And, and eventually like how you might improve it. So I think it kind of breeds, uh, it breeds excellence, you know, Definitely. and maybe like some of that's finally exporting because sometimes like there's cool cities for music like I always thought Berlin was a really cool city for music. Like I lived in Berlin and maybe on, on electronic it is, but like nothing ever gets out of it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Somehow, but um, maybe it's Texas's time, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Back in I, I feel like there's just so much cool shit coming out of there. And I don't know. There's, I, I, you know, obviously hats off to iron age and, um, and uh power trip you know r.i.p r.i.p to uh wade and riley i mean those were the those were the fucking catalysts for sure you know yeah Um, yeah. it takes that yeah somebody to kind of show people how to do it and that it can be done and then and then it kind of creates uh it creates a lane you know so uh so that that's kind of cool so you know, narrowhead or, you know, have a little bit of that on them too. And, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. I mean, if you're in a band and you're going on tour, like if the opening band don't get you psyched, that's going to be, it's going to make the tour longer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Def- definitely. Yeah. It's six weeks of, uh, you know, six weeks with something that you, uh, would skip on a Spotify playlist. Isn't, uh, yeah. isn't a great way to live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when you're a DJ and you play a song, you think it's going to be cool. And then it's like, just really long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like you, you don't have the option of just like taking it out of your set. Like you're like, it's like, no, like, you're not a good DJ. You don't know how to merge it out and like think, cause that's me. Like I can't, I don't know how to do it. So I can't match the BPMs, dude. We're just going to have to fucking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or it's going to be a yank. We're going to yank it out. But, um, uh, but yeah, so I'm feeling good about it and looking forward to playing these songs and, you know, yeah, spending a day in, in I'm sure we'll be doing a lot of prep work since the first night, but, um, but just being in another city that's like, you know, 
that I like and can, and can just have a, a time. That's why I love uh, touring. I love like, love seeing towns. I love, um, going for a run. I love running. So I'll run around a city, see what's going on in it. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, that's just sort of like been my lifestyle for so long that I, you know, I've been okay. Totally just kind of like, you know, locked down or whatever we are here. Uh, I haven't been like, I, I've definitely appreciated the the coolness of staying in one place. And, uh, and that, that hasn't been, you know, such misery for me, but it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun to return and, and, and do some of those things that I like to do. Totally. This is your first time out. Yeah. I mean, not out of New York. I mean, I've gone, I've, I've done some stuff, but not, I haven't played. I haven't, I haven't played a show since, uh, since before, uh, you know, I think it was February, like before lockdown or something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you did any one-off things or anything like that. That's- uh, no, I mean, I got some offers, but nothing really appealed. I mean, I, I didn't mind the time off to be honest, like not going to the airport was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, just like being with my family in one place on a steady clip, uh, I think was healthy for me. Like, I mean, I, not in a glib, like obviously there's a fucking massive tragedy around us, like what's going on. And, yeah, and yeah, for sure. For sure. Not discounting that, but just in my own microcosm, just like, I don't know if I would ever have the wherewithal to construct that time for myself yeah. to say like, Hey guys, I'm not doing anything for you, but I just want to be in one place. And uh, so we're going to turn down these offers and not make the money. Is everyone cool with that? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Not yeah. Me, but it's like the effect on other people, you know? So, totally. uh, totally. so in, in that regard, I, I really, I've, I've appreciated it, but you know, I'm, you know, if people are doing it, you know, hopefully like things get better and not worse. Um, and so, uh, you know, we'll get yeah. to like play on this album when it's, you know, like when it's fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it's funny that yeah. you say that. I feel like, um, I was just talking to a friend of mine and, um, there's a lot of shows that are sold out, but they will be like a, not a massive percentage, but a decent percentage of like no shows, you know? Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, it's not an ideal time. I mean, I, I definitely, I've gone to some shows, but it's just not party time yet. Even though like we have permission, it's just not, we're out. We've been fucking locked down and all, and, you know, in this, this kind of like traumatic era Mm-hmm. you know, for like such an extended time. And then, and also count and, and add to that, the fact that like our patterns are just life patterns has changed. Sort of like running, you know what I mean? If you like, if you're running all the time and you're regular, then you like, you just fucking put on shorts and you go run. And then yeah. you fucking, you don't realize that you just ran a, an extra couple of miles. Cause you're just grooving. You're just in yeah. it. But if you stop running for like a couple of weeks or a couple of months, you're like, fuck, dude. Running's boring. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I literally go through the same thing. Like, if I take more than like I, I run as well. And if I take more than like 
three days off in a row, like just getting uh-huh. back on on the fourth day. I'm like, what's the point of this? <laughs> you're just running. You're just you're just running for an extended period of time. You're just what's the point? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like it's it's funny because like you know the, so before COVID. I had kind of gotten into this like really terrible mindset of I don't want to go out at night unless I'm getting paid for it, which like was like, I'm just, I'm not going to go to shows. I spend too much time on the road. I want to be home with my family, yada, yada. Fine. But like during COVID, which like, you know, kind of much like you, I, 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 I hazard to say that like, I had a good time, you know, but it was nice to be in one spot. And, you know, there were a lot of kind of like life, there, there were a lot of like life things that happened that I got to be around for um, and, uh, you know, uh, and, and experience uh, like, you know, like my father died during it. And like, instead of having to fly home from tour or just like miss the experience yeah. entirely. Yeah. Um, but during this, I like kind of towards the end, I was like, you know, I'm not going to take my community for granted anymore. I'm going to start going to shows every night and like showing up for people the way that I want for people to show up for me. Mm-hmm. And um, if I'm to be totally honest, I have not done that at all yet. Like I haven't <laughs> gone to like, I haven't gone to a show like uh, of like my own volition yet. And I'm really, I'm really hoping to, uh, at, at some point, but, um, yeah, I'm, getting- going, but I expe- I'm going, but I expect to be let in for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's my MO. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, dude, I'll be honest. So do I. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, we sound like that. <laughs> hey, you know what? For a lifetime in music, like giving our, ourselves to all this, like, you know, garbage bullshit, like crazy fucking lifestyle. Um, you know, after, after you give your life to it at this point, I think getting into St. Vitus for free on a, on a fucking whatever Tuesday night is <laughs> yeah. it's just call that a slight perk. It's a very yeah. small perk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we've earned our stripes. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. You know, other people get like, you know, like healthcare, you know, <laughs> yeah, we get to see yeah. the body on a Tuesday. I don't expect it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, again, that's the thing. I don't have a four hundred one k, but I get my sel- I, I, I get my fucking seltzer and lime for free. Like, <laughs> we're qualified for nothing. Like we get shit out of it. So can we just please? Yeah, is a free is a seltzer too much to ask? Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's probably the best healthcare we're gonna get. You no, know what? Totally. That brings me to a question I want to ask both of you guys, since we're all music guys and, you know, like not to be all like weird, like, uh, oh, we can get into things, but like, what was the last time you paid for something like a significant amount? Because I had this conversation the other day. I know that like many, like, I guess like eight or so years ago, I paid $1,200 for two tickets to see Prince at the garden. And I think that was the best money I've ever spent. Wow. Sounds like it. Yeah. You know? That's totally reasonable. Yeah. Um, it was fucking insane. So when was the last time you guys 
paid for something that you can remember. Like a ticket for a concert? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because obviously it's easier for us to get into certain things than it is for other things. Um, I don't know. I can't think of it. Yeah, it's. I, I'm sure it's going to come to you like uh, halfway through this conversation. I mean, I know I've paid for, for concerts. Yeah. I just can't think yeah. of any. You know, like I... I, I pay like typically like when I go see like like when I go to like house shows or something like that. Oh or, yeah, I like 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 too, loft yeah. stuff. Then like I always like you know yeah. like if like like let's say I'm going to five thirty eight. It's like yeah, I'll pay the you know the five to ten bucks you know for sure. Uh, but what was the um, last time you paid a lot of money though? You know what I'm saying? Like go I went you I I went to see Al Green or something. I don't know. if I- Oh, I don't know if I'm a baller like that uh, on tickets. <laughs> I don't know. I'm far from far from a baller, but I was just like, I got to see Prince. You know, this no, has that's to amazing. Like, especially considering that he's not around to see anymore, and yeah. like that's like magic. Um, yeah, there must be some like herit- like not heritage legacy artist or something that I paid to see that much, uh, but I, it's not coming to mind. God, concerts just seem so distant in my mind. I'm like going back to when I was like a teenager to like to think of, of yeah. times that, uh, you know. But um, yeah, not, not too often. I mean, it's more like, you know, my friend's band is playing. I don't want to ask to get on the guest list. So I'll just pay whatever it costs to get in, like, yeah. you know, like $12 or something. Exactly. Yeah. That's totally. usually what I'm, what I'm paying. But it, if it's like a concert concert, like I was actually my wife's going to see um, Violent Femmes tonight um, mm-hmm. down at the uh, at on the the, the uh, east side pier. Uh, they have this like mm-hmm. cool outdoor thing, and so I was thinking, like, do I make calls to my connections to see if I can get a last minute ticket, or do I just go down there and get a scalp ticket? I mean, how much could it be? Like fifty bucks? See yeah, the Violent totally. Femmes, yeah. like. When is that ever going to happen again? Like that I get to see the violent femmes and like, maybe that's just worth doing, but I haven't bought a scalp ticket in so long that I'm scared. It'll be fake. Cause I'm like, yeah, easily tricked. And I'm like long hair. I look just dumb. <laughs> so, uh, I'm nervous about that. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know where I'm taking it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I had a, I, you know, it's uh, funny because like my, my, where I'm staying, I'm staying with my friend right now in Los Angeles and she lives about 10 minutes walk from uh, Hollywood Bowl and she's got a system for bigger shows where like, um, if it's a band she wants to see at the, at the, the Hollywood Bowl, she waits till about five minutes before she go, they go on stage and then she goes on StubHub and buys them in that moment and it's always like you know half price or something and she just walks right in i mean that's yeah. genius yeah do they even have do outside concerts like selling tickets anymore is that still a thing i mean uh, absolutely they do. yeah yeah um yeah that was a, i do that I used to go to the garden and just like if there was like the first time i saw marcy uh, saw him at the garden, you, you know, the cover of your arsenal where he's wearing that gold lame shirt mm-hmm. that Marcy, I don't know how into Marcy you guys are, yeah, but I saw Marcy at um, Madison square garden 
uh, at that show and I got a ticket for 30 bucks, like just right before I went on fifth row for 30 bucks. Wow. That's so sick. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how cool Marcy is anymore. People probably hate on him because he's like, uh, you know, he's got some questionable political views, but this is when he was keeping them to himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I think his peak, that's his peak too, I think. I mean, I, I feel like this comes up on the, uh, uh, on in conversations, uh, uh, especially on this podcast, but like the, like, you know, like separate the art from the artist, which like, you know, it, like if, it, like, like if you can't take Marcy anymore for any number of very worthwhile reasons, then like, of course, um, me personally, it's like, I, I don't know. Um, most geniuses that I've ever run into aren't very happy, functional human beings. So I kind of just accept that like people who often make, uh, you know, stellar, uh, uh, just like out of this world are, uh, are often not great. Uh, so yeah. Or just like, he, he's always kind of a dick, right? Like he's always yeah. trying to piss people off. So I think that's like, in his nature, but maybe like, um, uh, this right wing politics, like also like combined with the fact that he's like, I don't know, he's in his sixties and he's an English guy from like Northern England. Like I would guess, you know, like people, I remember the first time I saw, um, new order and I was at a festival. And, uh, so I was like on stage for new order at this festival in Germany and thinking like this fucking rules, Mm -hmm. they were fucking all drunk. And like, just blokes, like, you know, cause new order has this like tight, like clean image and not clean, like straight edge clean, but just like dialed in, you know, totally. And it just seemed like these dudes just like were a bunch of blokes from Manchester that just rolled out of the pub and were playing like some, you know, like they was like, they're playing the fucking pub. And it just made me think like these dudes are just some dudes from Manchester. Like they're not like, the image that they create with their uh with their art although of course they are that too so i think marcy is probably just like in many ways just like a not so unlike dudes that grew up that he went to high school with he's totally maybe not as different from them as as you might think because he carried flowers around you know (laughs) yeah 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 generally i think it's um it's good policy not to deify anyone uh, based on the fact that they like ma- make something that you kind of like, you know, um, I yeah. this, this kind of like ties into that uh, a bit, especially like, you know, kind of like Northern England or whatever. Um, I have uh, a good friend who's uh, from Glasgow and he was just last week telling me this story about when he saw black flag playing downstairs in in this uh this club and ultravox were playing upstairs and there was like a scuffle and like the ultravox guys who were just like you know the dudes around town like and i'm like imagine like you know the the ultravox image just beat the shit out of black flag like and uh, and like yeah like the way it was described to you as like like this has to be like it, this makes a lot of sense, you know, like they're like, these guys are kind of like, yeah. Thrust. yeah. Like, I mean, 
They're just fucking, you know, they're lunkheads from about town. Like that's, I mean, think, think about nothing. Like if you, if you didn't know nothing as like human group, human beings who like grew up it like within hardcore punk um, and who have like, you know, real lives and real backstories. And you just heard like these records that kind of sound like my bloody Valentine ish. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, your mind would get fucking blown. Like, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if Rollins tells that Ultravox story in his, uh, in his spoken word. The time that <laughs> part animal got part caffeine, got his ass kicked by Ultravox. <laughs> Dude. I'd like to hear that story. I mean, he, he, he should definitely put it in there. It's a pretty fucking good one. Yeah. yeah I mean, absolutely. He's, he's projecting such strength. It would be cool to hear him tell a story about, I mean, he's always self-defacing, but um, yeah, getting your ass kicked by Ultravox. It's kind of like, that's what, what was funny about the um, Charlie Murphy, like oh, getting yeah. ass kicked by Prince in basketball, because mm-hmm. you think, you know, that that's like the, you know, you wouldn't expect it. It's funny. Not, not to be this fucking toxic masculine dude here but like i find that it's it's not like the like oh like you know the like like the people who like you know whose asses i kicked or like blah, blah. it's the amount of times that like the stories that i tell that i like actually like like really cling on to or like all the times that i've got like you know just like the shit beat out of me you know, like those are the ones that I actually like learned something from and that like, like I mean, it always happened for a reason. Like, um, and, uh, you know, I learned a lot of lessons and they're, they're always the funniest ones, like as opposed to like, oh, yeah, I was at this fucking, uh, you know, like this, this uh, 25 to life show and uh, this fucking guy like, you know, just like moshed into me. And so I fucking clocked him like, who the fuck cares? You know, like I. Yeah, I, like it's like I, I fact, yeah. People will tell that story. I'm like nervous to be around him because, like, what if I do some? You're like you. You have a violent temper. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. and maybe um, I think it's also good to not that I like want these things to ever happen to me, but I think that your failures and your uh, your traumas, you know, are um, if you can make friends with them that's, that's your best path, you know? Um, because, um, that's the shit that lasts. That's the shit you remember. So better better to party with it. You know, it's like you, you can remember some good laughs, but you, you won't forget the time you got your ass kicked or the time that you failed. Nope. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's where your character comes from. I know that if it's like, or at least for me, for me, if it's like, if I fucking succeeded in every single thing that I did for my entire fucking life, I would never appreciate anything. Like, what's yeah. the point of anything good happening? Because it's like, you don't know what the bad feels like. 100%. And, yeah. But at this point in life, I've done enough of that failing stuff. So I will take the rest of the ride out on the success plane. <laughs> <what Yes>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep it yeah. Real. I'll still keep it real. I promise, yeah. dude. I'll be the same dude now <laughs> then that I am now. Because I understand. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. totally. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. I think that's been such a positive lesson for me too. I mean, it's just like, you know, I've had my share of times that I got my ass kicked, and, um, you know, professionally, personally, all of it. 
And yeah. I think that's what makes that's what makes you the strongest person. The people who don't lie down after, you know, yeah. people who can who can get up and fucking fight your way back, you know. That's yeah. Those are the real. Those are the real heads. Well, yeah. I mean, that's where you, where you discover, uh, uh, you know, what, what you're made of, and I think often that's like uh, life affirming, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you know, you don't wish for it, but you make the best of it when 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 those setbacks come, and and try to understand like uh, how you can do better. I think that's like a meme: do better. You know. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. What, what, what we're trying to say here in a very long roundabout way for all of our listeners is like, Morrissey, we're here for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Clarify, please. We're not here for fucking. Do not turn that into a soundbite. I just, Berdan said. No! <laughs> I myself disagree with you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my, oh god. my god! Yeah, I was. I always wondered how I was going to wind up canceled eventually. And <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! Um, you know, I guess. Uh, what's so? What's going on with? We talked about music uh, uh, today, and they're doing some stuff. Um, and you're still doing um, like uh, what else do you have bubbling on on um, on the music front lately? I've really been focusing on quicksand. You know, we we mm-hmm. uh, after like making uh, interiors, which was our our you know first record after uh, you know such a long break. Yeah. You know, having kind of built that runway, um, I'm kind of content to. Uh, really focus my attention there for the time being, um, okay. and and to really nurture it. Um, yeah, and we'll see. You know, I've been doing uh, GB and Youth Today occasionally mm-hmm. uh, over the years. You know, I'm, I, I'm like I'm not playing these these upcoming Youth Today shows, and GB's not really playing. Uh, so I'm just kind of content to stay with with Quicksand. But I'll be doing. You know, I really want to focus on new things. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm writing all the time and, uh, uh, I'm sure quicksand, you know, we're feeling good about what, what we've got right now and our, and our just whole vibe and our system is working. Totally. So you know, I, I kind of want to like you know, get a jump on the next thing, man. And try to like, just keep, keep, uh, staying on a steady clip, you know, cause I feel like now we're like, I mean, anybody that loves the band from like, you know, our kind of initial records back in the day, like you've had a chance to see us play those songs and, and, and be that experience. Uh, but now we're like, I feel like we're very c- contemporary and like, I want to like max out on that. Like, I want to be like, um, obviously we're, we carry that legacy with us and we play those songs and stuff, but it's exciting to, go to take the jump, you know, for, for me personally, like take the jump from like this sort of like set of clothes that, you know, you kind of put them on and they sort of fit and, Oh, actually these are kind of fun to dance around in to like, this is like not that old set of clothes. This is like who we are now. And mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? So I, I want to nurture that uh, with my attention, you know, because yeah. the more attention you give something, 
the, the, the more you're going to get out of it. So, you know, and everyone's on that same page. So it's, it's, it's pretty exciting. And I really love the guys I'm working with. And, and especially with the addition of Steve, um, I feel like I'm with people um, that are not only on my level, but I have a lot to learn from. And mm-hmm. so that's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I know that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was just, you know, that I know that you had, you know, a couple other projects that, you work on from here, you know, like uh, usually when you were off cycle with um, quicksand or when, you know, one of the older bands, and I was just curious about that, but um, are you looking at Europe here soon, probably next year or what? I'm dying to go to Europe. I love, I mean, I lived in Berlin for a few years and, and Europe has always been, you know, second home to me. I mean, I, I, I would be in Europe like, uh, you know, at least a quarter to a half it seems like for my whole adult life, I'm in Europe for at least a quarter of the year. Uh, and I have such good friends there. So yeah, we're jonesing to get over there. Um, you know, it's a little tricky, obviously with, with just the way things are. And um, yeah, yeah, totally. it's just enough for us to play here mm-hmm. um, in a sense. And um, we'll see how things go for, you know, maybe we'll get out there next summer, but we don't really have any, any uh, solid plans at the moment, but um We'll get over there. I want to go to Japan too. I, th- we, I think we are going to Japan in early in the new year. I fucking love Japan. Uh, maybe get down to Australia, although Australia is like mad tight. So I don't know if we're really, yeah. if Australia is going to be welcoming in, uh, in blokes, American blokes like us, mates. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, if we can get in there, that'd be cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're just starting here. You know, who knows? Like, if we, we can get through this tour and everybody gets through healthy, that will be a, a, a big win. And then I feel um, after that, we can kind of write our own ticket, you know, about what we want to do. Did you, did, uh, and this is it, feel free to not answer this question if it's too personal, but uh, right, did you actually get COVID? I, I haven't gotten it. I mean, when shit went down initially, um, I was like, okay, well, you know, I guess we're going to lock down. And I had this conversation with my wife. She was in Mississippi at the time. She was working on this, uh, on this movie. And she's like, get the fuck out of New York city right now. Shit's going down. This is crazy. Buy toilet paper. Here's a little canned food. Get the fuck. She got me so fucking riled up. I was like, I, I was like, it felt like Tom Cruise in, in, uh, in fucking, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something. You're not no. What was War that? Of the World. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Trying to get the fuck out of the city. Yeah. And um, so I said to myself that day, the story of COVID for me is going to be that I don't get it. Um, so yeah. I've been, uh, especially during lockdown, I, I was m- mad hermetic, and uh, you know I got the vaccine the, the very first day that uh, that they offered it to uh, people my age. Uh, and, um, you know, I don't know if that means that I won't get it, you know, obviously like that, that's, uh, that's a thing, but I sure as fuck don't want it. And, and, uh, you know, I guess, uh, there's, there's opportunities where that shit could just slip in. I don't think anybody's like thinking like, yeah, I'm fucking going to, you know, I don't care if I get it. Um, I think people don't want it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, So, you know, especially on this trip where I'm definitely by just being in different places and being in crowds, like, I guess 
that is upping my chances. So I'm going to have to up my, um, my precautionary measures, mm-hmm. you know, totally. are you guys like trying to do like a bubble or anything like that? Uh, I think we probably are. I mean, I'm just like not wanting to like admit that that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to be hard to like, yeah, I mean, it's just really the thing with tours, like that you go out after is hang with your friends. And I just think that's going to stress people out. So yeah. it's going to have to, you know, if I go out and I think everything's cool and I'm vaxxed and I think I'm being cool, but I come home to back to the bus with COVID and fucking ruin the tour. Like mm. that's not going to, that's not a good story for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm thinking like, we'll keep it tight within our group and we got a great group. So I, I'm, I think like, um, I'm happy for that. You know, that I like the people I'm traveling with and, um, I don't know, maybe I'll just find some other things to do. Like maybe keep a journal or something like that. I've never done that. Maybe that'll be a, a cool thing to, to do or, um, learn how to use fucking pro tools or something. I don't know. Maybe there's yeah, something yeah. I, I could use, you know, I think during lockdown, I think a lot of people had an experience of like, okay, so now I have the time to like do something that maybe I think I want to do or say I want to do. Um, but now there's the time to do it. You know what I mean? So maybe I'll have like that kind of moments on, on the tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like almost like a reverse experience of like the office worker who had the free time during lockdown. Like, yeah, I, 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 I know like for myself, like I heard, like, like we got called back to New York. Uh, we were on the road when, uh, when like the lockdown happened, uh-huh. and and I was going through the South, and in the South, everything looked like you know fucking Normal. whatever. Like it was like, yeah, yeah th- this is bullshit. And then like you know we like fly back into New York, and it's straight up twenty eight days later. Yeah, um, like mm-hmm. it like it was fucking it it was weird. But yeah, I kept on hearing all these people like saying like, yeah, I'm going to write the great American novel or like, I'm going to finally like do this record or like, you know, whatever. And yeah, I know like for myself, it, it wasn't even that I was like that, like fucked up about it. Just like the last thing in the world I could think of doing was like playing music. Like it, it was just like, so I just felt so fried and like not even defeated, just like, I just couldn't do it. Um, so I'm wondering when all of these great American novels uh, that everybody was going to write, or yeah. uh, uh, their COVID books are going to come out. Yeah. I think it's also healthy to discover that actually you're not going to do any of that shit. Fuck <laughs> yeah, totally. To just be like, to be like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Actually. I had all the time in the world. It seems like a pain in the ass, whether I have time or whether I don't, maybe that's not me. You know, I gotta, I gotta, go somewhere else. But I didn't feel, um, I, I saw that that was like that kind of opportunity, you know what I mean? But I, I didn't go into anything with any ambition at all. The only thing that I achieved was more like life, less artistic, but more, um, more lifestyle stuff. Like I just kind of ate better. Um, I upped my running game. Um, so I got, I got a bit healthier and, um, and I started, uh, just do with music. I started playing, uh, le- writing songs with different instruments mm. and not, um, that was my thing. Like I started writing on bass 
and uh, I got a Korg uh, uh, mini log synth, and oh, so I started writing from that. Yeah, so it's, it's super fun. I don't know how to use it, but mm-hmm. even if you don't know how to use something like that, you sound if you you know believe if you just if you just believe you sound awesome no matter what because they're all the sounds are perfect. Totally. Um, yeah. So I just kind of stacked up these ideas that you know, maybe they'll never be anything, you know what I mean? But it was like me um, giving myself the time to like create stuff without any sort of like mission, you know what I mean? Cause like, if I'm writing like with quicksand, like we're rehearsing like whatever, four or five times a week, there's a fucking goal. Like there's a, an end game, you know what I mean? Like there's a like time where we have to like have this shit done and then that goes over there and they bring it over there. And then this, you know, this whole sets this whole thing into motion and um, where I was doing music without any goal or any, anything to try to get back. Yeah. But I think if I did try to do it, I think I would feel the same way you felt like I just didn't have that like drive to be like, I'm going to say something, you know what I mean? About, this time and you know we're gonna look back on COVID and this will be my statement and <laughs> it's just it's yeah, just, no, just too much pressure, dude. Fuck it, you know I, I did the I did kind of something similar to what you did eventually. Eventually, like you know, it took me a few months, but I, uh, I I'm a fucking a, a, a dipshit synth guy and uh, I wound up you know just sitting in front of this, like my wife would work and I would sit in front of my fucking rig at my stupid desk and just make, just, just do stuff. And like, eventually I just, I just learned a ton of shit. And so when it came time to like get together with people and like record and rehearse again, and like, I was a better musician and like, now I can just do like, I basically, yeah. It's like, yeah, like I, w- I wasn't trying to fucking do anything. I just, you know, I wound up inadvertently practicing because I had nothing fucking better to do. Like, that was sick. Yeah, that's great doing it. You like just got better. Had yeah. to be like, I've got to like create some sort of like, yeah, masterpiece or, or fucking whatever. You know, I mean, there's people that are just, I think there's people that are pretty disciplined and can just turn on their inspiration and like knock things out under their own steam. Mm -hmm. Like those people exist and I admire them, you know, like I need like a sick combination of stuff to like, you know, I need pressure. I need inspiration. I need atmosphere. I need like, um, you know, yeah, the sun's got to be kind of in the sky at the right angle, and like you know, there's a bunch of totally. shit that has to like come into place for me to really um, to do it to spark up that that the juice is really. Um, usually, it's just like a, a due date, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, totally. Um, but I'm not. I'm not like. I think some people like that are amazing. I, I think like Nick Cave is like that. You know what I mean? Like where he's just like every day writing on the case every single day. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not there. I want to be there, but I, I'll, I'll get there when I'm there. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 
I, I feel much the same way. At this point, I'm just kind of like, you know what? It's cool to like just have the ability to create a sound and entertain myself. Uh, like, and like, you know, nine out, nine out of 10 bullshit things that I make are just that bullshit. And like, no one will ever hear it but me. And that's fine. Um, but yeah, there are definitely people out there who probably everything they do is gold. Um, I, I just, uh, I sure as shit am not one of them. Uh, Sergio from quicksand had a really cool, uh, kind of metaphor for it. It's like, uh, the turtle theory, like the turtle goes up on the beach and like lays all these eggs and then, you know, goes back into the water and then the eggs hatch and it'll be a whole mess of turtles. And, uh, you know, the birds come and eat a whole bunch of them. And like maybe only one or two of the turtles get back out of the ocean to, yeah. uh, to, to make it. So, you know, that's how I feel about creative ideas. You know what I mean? Like you throw a hundred ideas out there, you know, in some shit form, but you know, through those like 100 things that you're thrown out there, one or two of those little turtles are going to make it and they're going to be in the ocean and fucking swimming around. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, the, and those turtles will make other turtles and the circle yeah. of life goes on that's awesome you just took the turtle theory to the next level man I love that you just blew my mind thanks for listening to this week's episode of Metal Matters make sure you like or subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, to get the most recent episodes automatically delivered to your phone. Thanks for listening, and catch you next week. Follow us on Twitter at Metal Matters Pod, and Instagram at Metal.Matters.Podcast.